Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, Episode 341, Foghorn Alert, Volume 1, and On Challenges, Uncertainty, and Becoming a Supreme Bad both by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more. This is just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from them, of course. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Let's start this week off on the right foot with an inspirational quote. Quote, there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. Beverly Sills. With that, let's get right to today's two posts and start optimizing your life. Foghorn Alert, Volume 1 by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. If you want to lose fat, don't eat carbs. If you want to lose fat, don't eat fat. If you want to lose fat, eat nothing but protein. The topic of fat loss is an emotional one to say the least. And in general, people are always looking for that secret. You know, that one rule that if they just follow for the rest of their lives, they will achieve bodily nirvana. Boo sheet. We live in a world of black or white, right or wrong, Team Edward or Team Jacob. When the fact is that more often than not, the answer always lies somewhere in the middle. In order to debunk this myth, we first have to put our common sense hats on. Take a look around your immediate circle of friends and ask yourself this question. Have any of them lost weight successfully by not adhering to this rule? If the answer is yes, then you've done your duty in shutting down the perpetuation of a fib that will just not die. If the answer is no, then look outside of your circle and eventually you will find a yes. Can not eating after 6 p.m. or whatever arbitrary time is used help some people lose weight? Of course it can. If someone told me that I could only eat between the hours of 3 p.m. and 4 p.m., you'd be a foolish mortal to bet money that I wouldn't lose any weight. With that said, if I wanted to hustle you out of some cash, I'd just stuff my face with calorically dense foods such as pop, 
red soda to you East Coast folks, fast food, and the infamous Cinnabon. Do you see what I did there? Clever, wasn't it? In both instances, I didn't eat after some arbitrary time, but in one scenario, if this eating pattern continued over a longer period of time, I would lose weight, while in the other, I would gain weight. One pattern leads to a happy camper, while another leads to a person being confused as to why they aren't losing weight despite following this one rule. Arf, how does that happen? What's the dealio, Rajlaw? If you manage to eat more calories than are necessary to maintain your current body weight over a period of time, no matter the time of day or how you break down that intake, then your body weight will increase. Do the opposite and your body weight will decrease. Fretting about what time of day you're eating your food when you don't even have any inkling of how many calories you are consuming relative to your goal is akin to worrying about the volume of your radio as you're driving off a cliff or being terrified of farting in your room because you don't want to cause a tornado in Texas. Whatever your goal is, be it fat loss, muscle gain, or simply the maintenance of your current body weight, caloric intake is the most important factor in reaching these goals. And if anyone tells you otherwise, then they're probably trying to abracadabra some money out of your bank account. Aside from calories, everything else is details. Important details, but details nonetheless. So the next time someone tries to drop some old school dogma on your head, dodge that bull like the matrix and give them a righteous uppercut for their troubles. What has been the most whacked out myth that you've encountered in your fitness travels? Have you been guilty of perpetuating one yourself? Don't worry if you have, because I think we've all been there. On Challenges, Uncertainty, and Becoming a Supreme Badass by Roger Lawson of rajlawfitness.com. Hard work, taking the road less traveled, true grit, the grind. All of these are synonyms with the seemingly difficult task of accomplishing whatever it is that you set out to achieve. It could be making it through the weekend without committing the kind of dietary debauchery that would make Shaggy and Scooby-Doo drop their jaws in awe. Zoinks! It could be the act of getting out of your chair and taking a walk when you'd much rather continue the fierce work of creating your own custom butt groove. Trust me, my chair groove is quite spectacular. It could be the simple task of sitting down at the end of a long day and choosing to set some plans for tomorrow instead of vegging out and leaving it all to chance. Think of one goal that you really, 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 really times infinity want to achieve. Got it? Good. Because here's the secret to making it happen, courtesy of my friend Julian Smith. Whatever you want is usually easier to get than you think, as long as you are willing to adapt and do what is necessary. Success is kind of like wandering around a dark room that you've never been in before, being forced to stumble around until you find what you're looking for. Oh sure, someone may occasionally turn the light on for a second or two, but rarely will you at any point be able to say with 100% certainty, this is exactly what I need to do or where I need to go. To get what you want, you'll have to plow through the moments of uncertainty. Can I do this? What makes me think I'll succeed? To move beyond talking about something and actually doing it, you'll have to fight through the difficult challenges that you'll inevitably encounter along the way. Challenges are life's way of keeping those who don't want it bad enough out and forcing those who do to pay the cost to be the boss. Challenges aren't even necessarily meant to be overcome either. The goal is to give it your best shot. Each time you fight the good fight, no matter if you succeed or not, you scrape away at the edges of your own barriers and limitations. 
discovering that you're capable of much more than you thought you were. You didn't die, you've lived to fight another day. You can take the lessons learned and apply it to your next attempt. Adapt, keep moving forward. Little by little, bump after bump in the road, you begin to separate what doesn't work from what might work. Adapt, keep moving forward. Keep at it long enough and eventually you'll separate what might work from what does work. And after that, it's only a matter of time and action until you're knocking loudly on success's door. At this point, you've earned yourself an awesome pat on the back. Congratulations, you've done more than most people ever will. But don't let it stop here. Keep pushing. Keep stretching yourself beyond what you think you're capable of now so that one day you can look back on what once seemed impossible and laugh. And not just any laugh, but the most maniacal laugh ever. Quote, because in the end, being bad isn't about beating others. It's about testing yourself and in the process, finding yourself. Leo Babauta. You just listened to the posts titled Foghorn Alert Volume 1 and On Challenges, Uncertainty, and Becoming a Supreme Bat, both by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster, and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Psychologist Viktor Frankl, who many believed was kind of the pioneer when it comes to positive psychology, would completely agree with what Roger Lawson mentioned early in his post. Viktor Frankl thought of life as a road on which we travel. He said, along the way, there are gonna be some small potholes that we need to dodge, but we also might run into big potholes. Potholes so big that it may engulf us completely. And if we fall into that giant pothole, well, now we've sunk. We've sunk ourselves. He said, the trick to living a happy, successful life is to figure out ways to dodge those potholes. When you do encounter a big pothole, what are you gonna do to get around it? He wasn't a big believer in looking backwards and looking at your rear view mirror and saying, wow, I dodged that pothole. He said, what's happened in the past happened. What are you gonna do now? And so as Roger mentioned, whatever you want is usually easier to get than you think. And as long as you're willing to adapt and do what is necessary, you can be successful. And that's essentially what Viktor Frankl believed. He said those that are gonna be the happiest and the most successful are those that when they encounter that big pothole in the road, they'll look at it and say, okay, so what? It's there. I'm gonna adapt to this situation. I'm gonna change my lens 
rethink about this pothole and how I'm gonna get around it. He said that was the key to a happier life. All right, that's it from me today. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great start to your week. I'll see you back here tomorrow where we'll hear from regular contributor Ben Greenfield and where your optimal life awaits.